Hello, welcome back to another Ukulele's Interventions podcast. Today on the Catching Up series, we have our good friend Chris Treach, who makes his own ukuleles, plays his own ukuleles, and does his own recording. He has a new CD dropping out May 1st. Let's check him out. Thanks so much for uh, giving me your time, giving us your time to, yeah. um, I guess, catch up with what, what's going on with during this time. And, uh, of course, involving the ukulele, because... Uh, you know, we are, we, uh, as in myself, we run Ukulele Project Hawaii. It's a small nonprofit that, well, it's a volunteer service. Hopefully the nonprofit does a lot with ukulele. So uh, by you giving your time um, and explain. So wh- where are you, where are you from? Where are you um, calling in from? I'm uh, Long Island, New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I live on an cool. island too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one in New York. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm right outside the city, um, about 18 miles from uh, Manhattan. So I'm pretty close to uh, everything. So yeah. Yeah, train yeah. ride or drive in. That's awesome. Um, New York yeah. is New York's on the list to go. Oh yeah. Uh, I was I was I've been close. <laughs> I've been Newark, uh, Pennsylvania, D.C., Harrisburg area, but right. not uh, in yeah, New York. Right. But yeah. yeah. So next I, next year, hopefully. Hawaii. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. was um I had a trip um set for uh, Laguna Beach in California, uh, April first, and I had to cancel that. Of um, course. I was gonna do California this year, and then hopefully Hawaii next year. So. Well, there's always next year, I guess. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, uh, New York is on the list for us to travel. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You can travel yeah. as a uh, as a group in your um your project. Uh, no, I mean, uh, we, we turn our family travel or work travel into the project stuff. Awesome. Um, yeah, so the New York leg will be family and then turn into the project stuff. When we were in California last September, we had Uke It Up. Um, it was just a, just a big club. We had about 50 ukulele enthusiasts, players come out, and we uh, was able to hang out and jam some music, eat some good food, and just, yeah. you know, network and collaborate. and then. This year was, you know, supposed to move a little bit further and further east, and then next year is supposed to be in New York. So cool, yeah. Well, um, here, uh, definitely let me know. I can maybe show you abs- on Long Island. Absolutely. Show you the workshop I got here set up and uh, some of the stuff we've been building. Yeah, and so um, for workshop wise, you what do you? How long have you been playing ukulele? Um, I started in 2010, and um, I actually started by. Uh, building my first ukulele was a that was wow. the first ukulele i played was one that i finished building um i had played a little bit of guitar about two years and i uh, took took a couple lessons with a, a teacher my dad uh repairs and builds guitars and i um i built a kit from a guitar like a guitar kit that he had found and then um he was like oh i have this uh, ukulele kit do you want to try building it? and i was like what's an ukulele so you know i started looking into it and then and then built the built the one and i finished it uh december 31st in 2010 so I like just wow. squeezed it under the <laughs> under the line yeah. for uh, starting in 2010, and uh, I started playing it and looked up a couple videos and stuff and found Jake. Then uh, yes. you know that's kind of where I always kind of like finger style playing. Okay. And, um, when I play guitar, it was hard to find that kind of like area of playing. Like everyone was playing and singing and just strumming and singing, and I didn't really like singing. So I was trying to find like that kind of uh, corner of playing guitar that was more just instrumental and then yeah. when i started playing ukulele it just kind of like everything that i saw went, you know from the beginning was jake and and uh you know down his that road and first song i learned how to play was his while my guitar down weeps and 
Oh man. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized I needed a, a, a bigger ukulele because it was like I had enough frets on this, this soprano I built. So I started building a tenor, and then it took off. Awesome. From there. That's so cool. So you play usually low G? Uh, no, I play oh, the, uh, high G. You, yeah, the re-entry. You play high G too? Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I, I, uh, I really, well, when I didn't know anything about it and I had started watching Jake and um, I think I just kind of was like, I'm going to do everything Jake does. <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know, until I kind of started getting comfortable. So I started experimenting with alt alternate tunings and stuff more recently. Oh. Um, but I always use the reentry high high G tuning and um, yeah yeah. That's cool. So so you have a, a CD coming out. I do. Yes, I'm very You're right. Excited. So yeah, that's so good. Now in your CD, is it strictly fingerstyle? Are you singing in there too? Do you have other artists with you? Yeah, it's all uh, instrumental, and um, it was based on twelve songs that I had written over the past kind of eight years kind of since wow. um, 2000 or seven years i guess 2013 when i started writing and um very slowly at first you know one song in a year and maybe one more song the next year i took a long time and, and just enjoyed it and i wrote wrote just for my own enjoyment and playing and exploring the instrument and learning more about it and uh took a lot of influence from the players i was listening to and then um yeah so this the cd coming out it's uh gonna drop on may 1st uh, it's called oh Wednesday. very soon yeah, yeah. I, beginning uh, today. Beginning today. Yep. Uh, the uh, that's the name of one of the tracks in there. I think it's the fourth or fifth one. And um, I do have. It's mostly the tenor. I have. Um, I think eight of the twelve songs or nine of the twelve songs are played on tenor mainly. Three of them are on baritone. Wow. And then I added some supplemental ukulele parts, and then I had a bass player, a piano, and electric guitar. And they just come in very sparsely. It's mostly just highlighting the ukulele and uh, my playing for especially since it's my like debut album and you know I'm for sure about it, so. yeah that's so awesome and and now all your recording you went into a studio you're doing the stuff at home uh like yeah i uh went into a studio there's um this guy in a, a couple minutes away from me and he's great my dad actually my dad and mom um used to play in churches and uh they would play and sing and they had a couple friends that would play with them and they go they go uh the whole tri-state area which is like new york and connecticut and jersey here in the city and uh would play at bars and stuff at night so um they actually a couple years ago recorded an album of all the songs they some of the songs that they used to play and sing and, and the songs they wrote and um so i had the opportunity to go play a couple tracks on the that CD. And that was my wow. first experience playing, and I never thought of recording all my music until I went and record uh, played those couple tracks. And I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." You know, it was never something I thought of as something I could do. It was just like oh. uh, this, like you know, recording music. Oh, that's that's way yeah. too too advanced, too crazy. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So then I um, he that guy's got he's got great equipment. The engineer's great. Um, Awesome. He loves the Beatles and, you know, he's got a great palette of sound and, and uh, great, great mind and ear for everything that's uh, that I played. And he was very open and receptive. He hadn't heard yeah. of uh, the kind of style I play and um, instrumental ukulele music in general. And it's tough to explain when people say, what kind of music do you play? It's like yeah. instrumental ukulele music. And they're like, well, what's yeah. that like? And you're like, uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Uh, we like finger style is, is kind of a new term that I've been hearing more of, but I, I've always known it as chord chord melody. You know what I mean? Um, 
I, I guess chord melody and fingerstyle. I guess chord melody is a style of fingerstyle, correct? Mm. I guess we could say it that I way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think because I mean, you can do fingerstyle that. Yeah, like we we have um, instruction, and yesterday we had instruction, and it was a first time introducing to our students uh, chord melody. So, mm. um, and just kind of what it is, not necessarily you know, to perfect it, but just kind of show them what a chord melody is, you know? So do you, besides playing and recording and an entertainment aspect, do you play live? I mean, now that live gigs are kind of slowing down, are you instructing at all in um, ukulele? I haven't been teaching at all. I was hoping to start playing live shows. Um, mm. I had planned on, I actually am I'm waiting for my CVs to come out. I should get them next week, hopefully. Go. And um, I had set a, I contacted this one place through one of my um, old mentors in high school who um, plays shows and stuff in the city. And he connected me with this, um, this hall, Rockwood Music Hall in the city um, down in, uh, on Allen Street. And it's a really cool venue. I've been there before. And I got in to do a performance there. I was going to make that my album release. And I had that set oh. for May 9th. But Dang. that's rescheduled now. So yeah. I have a new date of June 8th right now. We'll see how things are going. If not, they seem oh, okay. uh, very willing to work with me and, and keep uh, rescheduling if we need be or, or whenever it's yeah. possible to, to do. So I'm hoping to do a couple more shows once everything you know, settles down. And I have something tangible that people can be like, oh, wow, he's got a CD. Oh, maybe I can uh, listen to more and check him out. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's always good to have a tangible CD. Like I throw it in my truck, you know, where mm -hmm. I might not have it on my, my phone or something just. You know, a lot of people are going into the virtual kind of audio deals, but yeah. it's always good to have a CD and get an autograph, man. You know what I mean? Sign yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And um, it's a little tough in my area. There's not too much um, live music opportunities. I think I stuff see. like on Long Island, there's, um, I mean, we're so close to the city. We just go into the city. Um, there's a lot of opportunities in the city. They're a little tough to get into. So once you kind of break break in then I think you can go around there more and uh, there's a couple spots in Long Island that are, are uh, big centers of live music but um, nice. until you get into one of those it's like a little tough finding like you look for shows and you look for venues and they seem to do live music for a little bit then they're like ah it's not working and they, they close it uh, so we need more people you, starting those I see is there like any uh, venues around you that do like open mics that you can just go out there and jam and kind of promote yeah, yourself yeah yeah there's a lot of those they're they're usually late at night i've done a whole bunch with my uh couple that's of my good friends. yeah that's good have, that's always um, fun yeah they're fun if you know people that are there then it's fun Sometimes oh, we've gone we've gone to some and we've been like <laughs> you know we just go up and play our, our couple songs and nobody knows us and nobody really like listens and then we like finish and we're like okay yeah, you know but um i have one my mentor from high school he uh started a series at a uh, tea shop in uh, uh -huh. really close to me and that was a cool one and he was having people play every every friday third friday cool. of the month and um so he's he's pushing to start something and i think other people are trying to do the same thing so um little recurring themes like that are really nice yeah yeah an opportunity to see old friends too and meet some new people very cool have you were able, able to like connect with anybody in the long island new york area uh that like like the ukulele community is there anybody out there that you know I feel like I'm just starting. Um, I oh. had, yeah, I really was, I started recording the album last year, last February, and um, I had to take a break over the summer because I finished recording everything and come May, 
the guy that I wanted to play bass for me uh, went on tour. <laughs> and he, oh. he does this tour all over the world. So he was, wasn't available until September. So I had kind of like three months to just like, you know, twiddle my thumbs. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to build my social media following. And that there way people go. will actually get my CD and actually listen to my music. And it'll actually be like something people will be like, oh, wow, you know that guy? Um, so I started on YouTube actually, cause I was like, I had a YouTube and a Facebook and Instagram and my YouTube had the most followers. So I was like, I'll put the most time into this. It seems to be giving me the most reward. And then somebody shared yeah. one of my videos on Instagram and then I got like a hundred more followers right away and was like, Whoa, that's uh-huh. really cool. Okay. So then I started trying to work more on Instagram and get my, you know, a couple more following some more people and I'm starting to meet some people. Um, I haven't really connected into any like solid groups yet that I've gone and met and, um, there's been a couple opportunities that just didn't work out because of timing or something I was already doing, but there's, they're definitely there um, in the city. And there's, there's actually a really nice park I've been to. Um, went there two years ago. It was in Ashokan. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, the Ashokan ukulele festival. And uh, I met James Hill there actually. He was playing one year and that was really cool. And he actually like, since I build the ukuleles and stuff, it's, it was, I was like, Oh, I wonder if I could play his ukulele. And I asked him and he was Ooh. like, oh yeah, sure, sure. So I'm sitting wow. there like playing his custom-made ukulele. I think by uh, Mike De Silva makes, made his. And um, he actually looked at my instrument and was like, oh, and it was like, okay, I hear, it was a really cool conversation. He was like, yeah, I hear like this kind of area isn't projecting as nicely as I would look for. Wow. And he was, and then he started looking inside the body and was like, um, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I see like the bracing is a little like wide. Maybe if it's a little taller and thin, like if you look at my ukulele, so we're both standing there like holding these ukuleles up to like the light and trying to look into them. And um, it was really cool and very informative. And um, it was a great experience meeting him and definitely like a lot of great memories and a lot of good knowledge too. So. That is, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, talking with like Luthiers or it's just, it, cause I've never built one, never thought about building one. Um, and then I met these guys and their knowledge of craftsmanship and how bracing, like bracing alone just works and how it, you know, makes it just amplifies the sound. It changes the sound. It's mind blowing. So much. Yeah, and it's really tough. A lot of it is, um, is not um, like they study a lot of things and, but the science isn't quite there. So they're like, a lot of people are like, Oh, this, this is better. And other people say, Oh no, this is better. And some people say, you know, like I saw uh, Kanalei had yeah. uh, that true bracing with the, the um, yep. like the holes between in the braces to make yeah, it lighter. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then you have to make the braces thicker so that you can put yes. the holes in them. You don't have to make them taller so yep. you can put the holes in them. So it's all like, yeah. it's all just different ideas. And um, so some people get certain things to work better than others. And it's all like, there's so many things. It's like, oh, I want to try that. And I want to try that. But, you know, start with one thing at a time. Yeah. So besides the your first one that you made, have you made ukuleles or how many have you made since then? I've got a, a bunch. I've maybe made um, 15 or 16. I'm actually oh. working on a, a batch right now of four. My dad had set these four up in um, 2016 and then like a lot of crazy stuff happened in my family. So we weren't able to get to it yet, but we just started this November and uh, we're up to the third one already. He's doing the finishing on the first two, but um yeah, so they're really nice, and we're kind of collaborating on them, which is really cool because, uh, you know, I'm Very doing cool. a lot of the work. He's doing a lot of the work, and um, he's got all the knowledge and the insight, so he's guiding me. And then there's a few things, like, I'm like, oh, make, let me try this. Like, I'm trying a radius fretboard on one of the oh, – actually, two of these. Put a radius oh, on. Have you ever wow. Played one like that. And, I have. Um, 
Yeah, the crazy thing for me is um, I'm in Hawaii, I'm sure you can go to a dozen stores and play so many different ukuleles. And like, I have Guitar Center here and that's like the ukuleles I'm exposed to. So I yeah. haven't played like a tenor. Well, I have now, but you know, before I made my tenor, I hadn't played a tenor before. And before I made my first oh. one, I hadn't played one. I've never played one with a radius fretboard. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to build this so I can, I can try it. Uh -huh. So I'm kind of developing my cool. preferences by building it, which is really yeah. cool in one way. And what is your choice of wood? Like, what is your preference of woods and like your, your front and your back and sides? Yeah, um, right now we've mostly only done the same wood on the back sides and top. Um, like I have an Alcoa one that's my like go-to right now. Um, Very my cool. first tenor was all mahogany and that was beautiful. And I used those two mostly on the album. Uh, those two oh. One's really mellow, like kind of boomy, big, you know, like fat sound. And the other's much brighter, really clear and crisp. Um, that's a Koa. So otherwise though, we've been using some local woods too, like cherry. Um, we have some maple ones. We use oak, which is a very traditional hardwood, but um, it sounds great. Very flexy, which kind of, you know, will have a, will vibrate well and uh, reason yeah. like sound well. Um, yeah. I haven't myself ever worked with spruce. So I have two, okay. I have two projects I'm really excited to do for myself. I want to make another koa because after James Hill, you know, showed me all the flaws in mine. I'm like, oh man, I got to make a better one. And then yeah. um, I want to make a spruce top. So I've never made a spruce top. And, very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. I was able to experiment with cedar. Um, I actually had a question oh. for a bass ukulele. And so I, I built a bass ukulele and used the cedar top. And that was really cool. And it's completely different yeah. from softwood compared to hardwood when you're building it and bracing it. And, and then when you play it, it's a very different sound too. So your ukuleles are, are for sale too. It's not just for your use then. You do um, end up selling them? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, um, I mean, it's hard to find a market for them, but we're definitely, absolutely, definitely selling them. You know, most of them, it's great when you can get a commission and somebody to say, oh, you know, I want this ukulele, and then you build it and it's already paid for. But um, yeah. also, you know, you can't get better without building them. So we're building them and then, you know, we'll try to sell them on. That's so true. Wherever it works. And, and it's, it's all one off customs. It's not, they're not one of a, they're not like production style, all one off custom style. Yeah, they're all, we, yeah. I, I build them one at a time. Um, and uh, yeah, there really is no um, kind of like assembly line way to mm -hmm. like that we do it. We just, you know, mm -hmm. one at a time and, and enjoy it. You know, we're not in any rush yeah. to build them. And, and um, after this set of four, I think my dad's probably going to get back into working on guitars more. He does a lot of repair work, um, but oh, a, a beautiful shop and, uh, is, and wants to do more uh, guitars from, from scratch. So the re repair work and, and building from nothing is, is completely different tools and completely different skills. Um, so and he has both, which is awesome. So That's he's good. taught me a lot of the building. I don't really know any repair work. Um, a little bit. I could do some repairs, but uh, mostly That's I cool. do the building. So, and I've been working on the ukuleles because that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah, yeah. So um, besides Jake, who else has been an influence in your style of playing? Yeah, um, Jake is definitely the biggest. And um, wow. uh, Kalei Gamiao, I hope I say all these Oh, things. yeah, yeah. He, I feel like early on I listened to him a lot more. And um, I got to get back to listening to more of his stuff. And I listened to him. And just in the beginning, especially, it was kind of the songwriting, uh, like the format of songs that I feel like I um, learned the most from, like how, how the song progresses from part to part. And um, that was interesting. So there's some songs that were 
structured after like a Clay song. And then some that are structured more like a certain Jake song. And um, more recently, I've been listening to uh, Taimane. Oh, wow. um, Yeah, and I saw her in New York City. And that was a great performance, too. And a lot of cool. She had a a dancer, too, and um, a couple people with her. It was great, great show. Very, I feel like very cultural and very, uh, yeah. like you learn a lot more than just, just you get a lot more than just the musical and and the uh, for sure the sounds and everything. Yeah, um, somebody's entertaining for sure. Yeah, yeah. So they're, uh, I feel like they're probably my biggest. And then James Hill kind of more recently came into the picture for me oh. a couple of years ago, maybe. And I've tried. He plays such a different style. It's very and completely different instrument too compared to the Hawaiian ukuleles and kind of mm. style that I've heard from, mm-hmm. from Hawaii. Um, the way they build, they use more spruce tops and much mm-hmm. built much more like guitars and very bright and very, very clear and crisp compared to the, the koa instruments that are, are bright, but also have a lot of harmonics and, and mm. not as like cut through clear, but still like a beautiful full sound in a way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And after, um, I actually went with my friend to uh, Sam Ashton. He's a, a great guitar player. And um, he was like, oh, you got to check out this. I was, he goes, he goes to these stores and just plays all their, all their instruments. And was like, oh, I love these ones. Uh, he's like, oh, maybe I'll have $3,000 spent on this. But the Taylor, yeah. the new Taylor um, V-class oh, bracing. Wow. Um, those, yeah, the Sonic was, V or something. Yeah. Um, Adam, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was playing that one. And comparing it to the older Taylor style. It was like completely different sound. And then um, he was played, what really opened my eyes to the spruce top for my ukulele is um, he pulled out a Cordoba um, classical guitar, nylon string. And hearing the spruce with the nylon mm-hmm. strings, just like like open, it was like a beautiful sounding instrument. And it just opened my eyes to like what spruce can do for a nylon string instrument. And I was like, oh man this is a good sound. This is what I want to build. Yeah. So that's what hopefully when I make my spruce top, I can kind of emulate that sound. And then keep your sides all spruce. No, sides no, and back. I would do definitely do a hard, a hard dark side and back. Yeah. Dark mahogany or something. Yeah. My dad's actually got this cool, I think it's purple heart. Um, oh. Yeah. It's a cool, really cool grain and stuff. I don't know how to describe grain, but really cool grains. Like a lot of maple has, crazy grains you can like birds uh-huh. and maple, bear claw maple and um some cool stuff but it's a dark back and sides definitely with the um probably use mahogany neck i like the mahogany yeah very cool cedar. cedar necks are really nice but um, yeah yeah so that was something i was really excited about that spruce top and then i got of course i have to build another koa Alcoa, that's just like yeah yeah i, got I don't that. i don't own a, i don't own a koa instrument at all oh really like even living in hawaii i don't i have an acacia that's close but Okay, that's like I don't have same anything. Species, same family. Yeah. So koa is a is a Hawaiian acacia, only 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 from here, only from Hawaii. Um, okay. So this acacia, I don't know where it came from, but it's an ukulele that I have. It's a pono. It's hmm. a good ukulele. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of factors over here in Hawaii that you can see it from beginning to end. Kanilea wow. factory, uh, the koa. Uh, the Koloha factory, the Kamaka factory, and all those factories. You can just go and do a free tour, you know, and see it from beginning to end, lineage and stuff like that. It's really, really awesome. cool. I'd go there just 
on a random day just to go they're like they know me already they're like i'm just coming to just, <laughs> you're like, ah, just, just to watch it. yeah no, that's great yeah, yeah definitely re-educating re i've been trying to study all those all those um builder uh, factories and, and builders and companies mm. from afar i'm kind of like you know like oh what are they up to now what are they doing and i always use kamaka as my my, wow. my gold standard and just because you know jake has a kamaka yep. and talks highly yep. of them so that's kind of how yep. i started and um that's what i tried to emulate at first and now more recently i've started to expand my my uh, open my eyes you know to a wider field for um, sure and starting to see those other things and, and trying to put my own little touches into my instruments too like i have i have a nice yeah. little headstock design and um uh, the bracing and stuff is uh definitely experimental and the body size and shapes are definitely experimental and uh changing strings and, and different right now the big thing i think is uh scale lengths using uh, a, a long scale um mm -hmm. or using a 12 fret rather than a 14 fret body mm -hmm. you know 14 fret to the body or 12 fret to the body yeah um, those are all kind of hot topics right now doing the super That's size cool. so the tenor size body with the concert size neck so uh -huh. a lot of uh, experimental things which is easy if you're in a factory and you have like 20 concert necks and 20 tenor bodies yeah. and you're like oh let's release together but, yeah <laughs> yeah but intonation and all that stuff is the, the hard part i guess getting yeah, making sure everything is all right yeah yeah it's tough and that's ex that's um experience too so these guys can build a hundred hundred ukuleles that are basically the same with one factor differently different in each one and they could say ah this factor you know didn't work out as well whereas oh. being that i'm building one instrument at a time there's so many different factors i'm not building two koa instruments in a row i'm building a koa and then i'm building a maple then a mahogany then a spruce mm -hmm. top or a cedar so it's hard to tell which factor has influenced which result um oh. so it really it's tough to uh so i have to go off of what i i try to research a lot and read what other people are doing the big factors sure. i respect and, and um listen to their instruments and say oh you know they they really stand you know really firmly believe in the in this so maybe i'll try it out. yeah maybe it'll work out yeah and they're they're constantly changing too yeah. like connie Lau went from like a a, a um you know holes in their bracing to like the triangle bracing you know what i mean mm -hmm. they they've, yeah, yeah. they've changed their stuff so many times yeah you know uh, that this one is beautiful uh, that do you see that one with the sapwood in the middle and then oh the, the yeah sound holes off to the side so you see the full sapwood that was beautiful yeah yeah we have um like a hanger on the lot of luthiers and they they've been doing a lot of that they have a player's hole so like right on the top mm -hmm. they have like the player's hole and nothing on the the, the, on the body. Yeah. front wow. yeah the it's just soundboard, yeah. all 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 wood just beauty yeah. beauty from it i've uh we've done a couple sound ports the sound or the player's hole um and yeah it really makes a difference in the in the sound you know in the For sure. feel of the how how much you feel the presence of the instrument like it feels yeah. like the instrument gets like five feet bigger <laughs> it was like hey it's yeah. an ukulele and yeah. then um i the sapwood's beautiful i bought sapwood and built a baritone out of it in uh 2017 uh, actually and it was actually that's the year i graduated college and i did that as a my senior thesis project wow i built, I built a ukulele cool. and wrote a research paper on it and it was like it was super cool the dean allowed me to do that i was in the honors college and uh, in my school wow. and uh it was very like liberal arts and very they they um um definitely encouraged you to you know go outside of your comfort zone and also do something that hasn't been done before yeah 
there's yeah awesome. so so for your ukulele stuff do you have a separate ukulele page uh for your ukulele building things or it's all incorporated and everything uh, yeah no it's really all put together um on my social media i don't have i'm working on making a website for my album release and uh, oh, okay so that it's really cool cd baby has some great options and uh they're not too expensive and single page websites and i'll see how much i use that and then decide if i want to put up a full website but um oh. yeah right now it's on my social media and it kind of honestly it kind of goes by what gets the most um the most interaction and uh playing yeah. for me right yeah. now is getting the most interaction so yeah. my pages are mostly the playing and uh, yeah. occasional posts and i put a couple pictures up of what i'm working on but um, yeah the, the coolest thing you were able to uh, build an ukulele and play an ukulele to a cd that you recorded <laughs> yeah like that's that's amazing you don't have a lot of luthiers that are also recording hmm. artists you know and, and compose your own music like that's, I don't think I, I know of anyone who has built an ukulele, hmm. composed their own music and recorded it. You know what I mean? That's, that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and it kind of goes through, I go through phases where I'll be building a lot more and um, I try not to push anything too much. You know, if I really feel like building, you know, I build. And uh, <laughs> winters have kind of been like my building time. And then, yeah. uh, you know, because it's the uh, humidity and everything's right here for the building. Um, oh, I see. And then uh, when you assemble the bodies, you want the humidity at a certain level so that they, they don't crack when, you know, it gets more humid, less humid. Uh -huh. And then um, over the summers and stuff, it's kind of spring, warmer weather is kind of when I play more. I like to sit yeah. outside. My album is actually kind of inspired by um, uh, the sights and sounds of my home, Long Island, Very and cool. my backyard. I love being in my, in my garden and, you know, gardening and stuff. And um planting or just sitting outside and watching butterflies and, and birds. We got a lot of birds and squirrels and stuff in my backyard. And um, we have a little pond with some, some koi fish actually, which are these huge wow. koi fish in my, in my pond. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, love being in my house and being in, in my home, Long Island too. Yeah. So I kind of wanted it to be a big Long Island feel. And um, yeah. so a lot of the titles to reference things kind of personal and, you know, where I went on vacation on Long Island or where I hang out and stuff like that. So I spent a lot Very of time cool. down there. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, do you mind jamming for us? Yeah. Yeah. Playing? Sure. I'd love to. And let me know, uh, like, tell me a little about, about this ukulele and, and yeah, uh, the one. song that you've been playing. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. This ukulele is, um, I got the wood as a birthday present. I don't remember which year but probably like 2012, 2013. And um, so this was the first Koa ukulele that I built. And this is one that James Hill was able to look at and give me some tips and suggestions on. And it's great. I love it. And I'm very attached to it too. I'm going to be so sad building that new Koa uh, tenor because I'm going to feel so like, I don't, yeah. you know, I'm going to have to play this. I'm going to have to keep playing this one, but I'm going to love the new one. I know just as much too. So it's yeah. hard. It's like, it's, I feel so attached to it. But um, yeah, so this so is my cool. Koa tenor and um the song i'm gonna play is actually the first song from my my album coming up and um it's so it's the intro song is called farfalla and uh that in italian is um butterfly unless you like wow. pasta then it's the bow tie pasta but uh, <laughs> um yeah it's butterfly and there's these little little butterflies that are always in the backyard in uh on my house and stuff so just sitting outside playing is kind of like the feel for me so does it sound okay yeah, sounds good. If you don't go any louder, it might not clip, but I think it sounds good. Okay. 
Yeah, I turn. I turn. Let me turn down a little bit just in case. Cool. All right, you ready? Ready? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Amazing. That's a good song. That is a very good song. Yeah, thank Love you. Love it. That with, hearing, that, uh, with that. I'm sorry? May 1st. May 1st. May 1st. 1st. May 1st. Yeah, and and is, is it going to be um, on iTunes, Spotify, all that other stuff? or? Yep. Yeah, it's going to be on everything, hopefully. I'll get it out. Very Spotify, cool. iTunes, you'll be able to hear it, stream it. I'll have uh, plenty of copies. CD Baby, you can get the, the hard copy. I'll have to send you a long one. Yeah, that's sign it, please. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so that. cool. Be able to hear it. Yeah, so now I've seen this ukulele on your Instagram, yeah. and that's how we've connected. And um, I noticed your the headstock of that thing. is It's nice. Yeah, I, I love like the, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very, very cool. Yeah. Very and, cool. Um, what? I'm sorry? Yeah. What is the, uh, how do you say the, the name on it? Uh, Treach. Yeah, so Treach, my dad, uh, he built, he's built, you know, he's only built like probably a dozen instrument um, guitars from scratch, but 
over the years he's put together so many like that he calls like his own but he's built probably hundreds of instruments and everything like over the years so um he uses this treach on his and um so cool. i wanted of course wanted to use it um so i put yeah. the seat around it and uh had uh my brother's girlfriend actually was able to help me do the graphic design to make oh uh, cool and um yeah so i wanted i definitely wanted to keep that kind of like family tradition you know yeah. you know like the name is so yeah cool. yeah and, that's um, so cool yeah, you know, it's since it's German and you know, it has all those consonants in it, everyone thinks it's Gretsch. And I'm like, no, it's Treach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Treach. that's cool. Me. Yeah, I looked at him going, I'll just ask him. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I didn't want to butcher it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I did um, yeah. this, um, I actually, so this, you know, I put this decal up on here on my, I actually have it right here, I'll show you really quick. Yes, Our please. This is my, uh, this is my. That's pretty. Whoa! Higher grade koa, and I got the sap. Very nice. I was able to use Very ebony. Nice. My first time using ebony fretboard and everything, and uh, so I inlaid my initials on the top. That's cool. A little more custom. It was tough. That's but, very um, cool. You know, definitely worth it. And definitely paid out. And I got it on my first try. I've um, fair, fairly steady hands. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. A lot of cool routing, and uh, you know, very it's cool. terrible when you go through wood accidentally and you're like, oh, and you gotta scrap the whole piece of wood because you just yeah. Yeah, so this this guy's great. This guy's got a great sound in it too. And got a couple of songs. Um, I think three or four of the songs are uh, um, showing off this instrument, and then yeah. I use it throughout the album as um, supplement. Yeah, oh, I see. Coming along with it, and I tune it too. And I I don't know what. Um, not too many people play baritone, but um, no. I use the reentry tuning for that too. So I use a high oh. D instead of a low D, which I think is becoming more okay. popular. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you just play it kind of like a tenor, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, when I teach online, there's a student. Oh, no, I actually hear and online. Hmm. And a student rolled in with a tenor. She goes, is this okay? I was like, dude, you're going to be, it's going to be way different. Here's a tenor you can borrow until oh, you yeah. get your own. But I couldn't, there's yeah, no way I would be able to teach her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I could is, teach her, but not. With the 40 other students in class <laughs> totally you can tune them up though i've done that too, yeah and it's a it's a cool oh challenge. you know you get a bigger yeah. or a bigger body tuned to the same way um but yeah it's the hardest part for me is um doing the switch of like oh okay this chord's now a d not a g you're like oh so true so hard to do yeah yeah the music so true. Theory, i feel like i'm learning so much more about music i learned so many things over this during this last <clears throat> building project you know became the graphic designer the photographer the you know the the engineer practically and the producer and the you know i had great people helping me through every step yeah but the amount of knowledge i had to know to be able to make decisions at each step yes it's ridiculous it's, it's a lot of work so, Definitely so very cool yeah, yes yeah. would you like to play us another one uh let me maybe play if we are, if you have if you have time for it yeah definitely i just gotta tune this guy if you don't mind I guess no, I impressed you with the please. first one. That was very good. <laughs> very, very good. Thank you. I'm just gonna throw a strap on just in case. You know, funny story when I was recording, um, I had gone rock climbing like bouldering, so not like fully rock climbing, but bouldering. Um, I know, do you know what bouldering is? Uh, I, I can assume it's climbing on 
boulders, but not yeah. cliffs. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> there you go. Um, but so uh, I went bouldering the day before I went to record. Oh. And uh, so my, my forearms, you know, because your finger muscles were shot. And uh, yeah. then, and of course, that day was the day I had to play baritone, which is a bigger neck and bigger body uh-huh. and everything. And my arm was shaking. I was like sitting there in the studio, like in the hole. I was trying to record and I was playing a really difficult piece of using a lot of like holding these chords and stuff and really like deep, dark kind of piece. And I was like holding all these crazy like chord formations on the bigger fretboard. And I was like, oh, my arm's like shaking. This one knows. Definitely, definitely worth it. That's super cool. All right. So this song is, um, I forgot the name of it actually. Oh, okay, I remember. We changed, you know, changed the name so many times. This one's called Lover's Waltz. That sounds good on that baritone. Thank you. Yeah, that is a rich, rich sound. Yeah, very rich sound. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm super happy with how this instrument came out. And uh, it's tough when you build an instrument and then it doesn't sound how you like it. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that one sounds, I'm sure it sounds just how you planned it. Sounds really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I love this guy too. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I have an unhealthy attachment. You know when you love something, but it's like then you become unhealthily attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 About these two guys. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Maybe Absolutely, you don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Long deep work. breaths. I gotta do some. I gotta do some personal work. But yeah. I'll get over. Them. Yeah. I'll get over. It. Yeah. 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 Well, man, I really appreciate your time and uh, you know giving us a call and giving us that, those sound samples. Um, yeah. May first. Really excited to hear it. Hear it. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you so much for setting up the ukulele interventions. Uh, it was a great, yeah. great podcast and everything, and uh, yeah. interview and talking. And uh, it's great to connect with you. I've uh, never been able to talk to somebody, you know, from Hawaii for such a long time about ukuleles who is so involved in it. And uh, yeah. I learned a lot, I think, too. So definitely. That's cool. Yeah, we'll stay connected for sure. We'll yeah, stay I'll connected send you for a sure. copy of the album when it comes out. I'm excited. I'll be excited to listen to it. I mean, as soon as it comes down, I'm probably going to pre-purchase if there is a pre-purchase but may 1st i'll set my uh thank you i said yeah absolutely absolutely i love ukulele i've been playing for 20 plus years so um you know it's yeah, always you have to been tell something me if you hear a, a little new york in, in it yeah new york long island sound yeah all right all right it's all i mean those two sound really good i can see the jake influence the clay influence and mm -hmm. those chord structures is very 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 good thank you thank very cool all right, my man. Well, I don't want to take too much more of your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank really you so it. much. Been, this has been great. Yeah, All right, yeah. All right, bro. Stay in touch. Aloha. Yeah, definitely. Have a great day.